Hello and welcome to another episode of Mindset Matters. I'm your host, Lockie J. Today we're going to be talking about two quick tips um, in terms of building, not a prison, but a palace in your mind. Now, here at Mindset Matters, we're all about how you can turn your mind into the powerhouse that we all know it can be. Now, I want to tell you a brief story before I get into today's pod, and it's only going to be a shorter pod, probably around 15 minutes, Um, but what I want to make very, very clear is this is a very, very important pod, okay? A couple of little tips that I'm going to give you that are really going to supercharge your mind. Okay, so a little brief backstory that I, that was how I came across these couple of tips. All right, so a while ago, I bought a house. It was my first house, and it certainly fit the bill of a renovator's dream. Now, I was like, well, this is going to be something that that I can sink my teeth into. The people that know me know that I love to work with my hands, doing woodwork and fencing, and I'm that kind of a person. Um, I grew up on a farm, so I've got a lot of those practical skills. What I don't have though is a lot of self-confidence uh, and self-belief. Thus my journey and thus the starting of, of Mindset Matters because I know what it's like to have your mind and the patterns in your mind holding you back. So, fast forward to book the house, renovator's dream. And I thought to myself, you know what? I'm really gonna sink my teeth into learning as much as possible so that I can can make the best improvements, you know, value for money, bang for your buck, whatever you want to call it. So I was downloading videos, looking to, you know, hiring out books, getting on the internet and searching and trolling through renovations and how-to and Bunnings is our local hardware store here in Australia and I was, you know, hitting that place up as much as I could and mining the information from the people who work there um, and getting on landscape design places, websites, and working out how I was going to plant things, what I was going to plant, learning, learning, learning. Anyway, one day I was listening to a, a podcast on a, by a successful investor and property developer, and it was chronicling, it was like one of those snap interviews, and it was, it was how he came from, from practically nothing to having a massive property portfolio and you know making millions of dollars annually and and just the, the interview was all about grabbing the the take homes and his really powerful tips on how to get there because let's face it those things are possible we just need to set up a mindset that puts us in the space that when an opportunity arises we're bang we've got it you know and, and part of that mindset is learning you know learning about whatever it is you're trying to be successful at um, but learning only the bits and pieces that you need not everything because you get overwhelmed when you're like well how am I going to overnight learn a, um, how to build a house you know that's a four year carpentry course at minimum plus all the years of experience so we get overwhelmed with all those things you know um, anyway so I was, I was listening to this pod and you know I was scribbling down all the notes in, in the uh, book that I had for renovations and tips and tricks, you know. Um, writing things down when you're learning them is very important to help you remember. 
Um, it's a sensory patterns that help your brain to absorb information. You, you retain about 80% of the information that you, if you were to read it aloud and write it down as well as reading it in your mind, you'll retain about 80% of it is, is the general rule of thumb. So that's how I like to do things. And you know, I was nodding it at the right times. So I was like, yeah, this is good. Yeah, yeah, you know, good on him. Ooh, yeah. But then I had to stop the podcast. And, and um, the reason I had to stop the podcast was because I realised my self-talk was really, really freaking negative. So I'm listening along and I'm hearing my self-talk going, oh, yeah, but he's living at home. Oh, he doesn't have all the financial issues that, that I have at his stage. Oh, but he doesn't have a family there. Or he was living with his mum and dad. Or, you know, he started with money. Or, oh, I wouldn't, I wouldn't be able to do that. That's, you know, I couldn't do that if I wanted to. And I realised to myself, if I had gone down the street, started a conversation with my self-talk, if it was just someone I met on the street... I realised there's no way I would want to have anything to do with them. I realised oh, I'd be able to quickly hightail out of there. Because I know negative talk brings negative results and it's not something you want in your life. You know? An unbiased analysis of the situation may involve being aware of negatives and detracting factors, but your viewpoint and perspective should never be negative because that never improves the situation so I stopped and I was like freaking heck you know like what's going on here Lockie I realised before I'd even started you know for every brick I was building on the wall of self development my self talk was just pulling bricks down pulling bricks down you know and it was just you know I wasn't going to get anywhere if I was going to do a hundred metre sprint basically like I'm starting five yards behind everyone else. I might have done all the training, used all the right gear, you know, done all the techniques and got all the expert help, but on the day of the race, I was stepping back five yards and then waiting for the gun to go off. Now, I could try as hard as I like to win, chances are I'm not going to, because I'm setting myself up to get results that are less than what I've worked for. So, that negative self-talk really impacted me and, and, and the awareness of it. I was quite disappointed in myself and disheartened. <clears throat> so I said to myself, right, I might have sat down on that day to learn how to renovate a house, but the lesson I was getting was you need to work on renovating your mind before you can renovate any part of your life. So, I thumbed through everything I could find on the internet. I listened to pods, I listened to videos, I went to the library, I googled, you know. I looked into all these things on, on tips and tricks. And I've got a couple of little tips and tricks that I want to give you that I found have been so incredibly useful. Very incredibly useful to, to cultivating a mindset that is not a prison but a palace. Now, what do I mean by that? A 
prison is a place where your dreams, you know, if your mind is a prison, it's not an environment where you can you feel comfortable in, in building your dreams and chasing things and learning and all that. A palace, though, if you're imagining a palace, what do you imagine? You imagine beautiful scenery. You imagine excesses of food and fabrics and beautiful sunny afternoons and torrents looking out over beautiful land and basically happiness, joy, hope and fulfilment. So you want to create a space in your mind, I like to refer it as a palace, but you want to create a space in your mind basically where your dreams have all they need to flourish and are supported. A space where your dreams feel so supported that it's second nature for your mind to start working to make them happen. So a couple of tips I've got here that I think really make a huge difference. Um, first tip, okay, tip number one. How you do some things is how you do all things. Tip number two, the little things matter. All right, so, tip number one. How you do some things is how you do all things. This is so important, guys. I cannot stress it enough. How you do some things is how you do all things. I don't know about you, but I'm very, very guilty of giving less than my all on things that I feel like are not that important. All right? So in the past... I've been known to rush replies for emails or rush things at my work because I was like, oh, well, that's, you know, it's not that important. It's just flicking it back to a junior manager or whatever, you know. They'll tell me to fix it or they'll just fix it themselves. It doesn't matter that much. Or when I was doing jobs, I would be like, oh, okay, this is the end result I want. <clears throat> I'm building this. I'm making that. I'll just grab that bit of material should I take the time to measure it exactly? No, no, I'll just tell her about their cut. All right? Well, I'm doing the dishes at night, just quickly rush through, making a meal, slop, slap, you know, it doesn't have to be perfect. You might be the same, you know? And, and there's lots of areas that it could happen like that, right? But how you do some things is how you do all things. What we're talking about here is creating and cultivating habits. I'll go into it more in a further podcast, but just to touch on it briefly, every time you do something, you're creating basically an expectation. You're setting a standard. All right? Now, <clears throat> that standard you set tells your brain that's all they, you know, that's, that's how it's to operate. You're giving it signals and messages that this is what we want to do. So, when I was building something and I was just making, you know, half-assed measurements and things like that, and then I'd get to the finished product and I would be disappointed because I would know that that could have been so much better but for the fact that I rushed it. So I got angry at myself, but then when I was doing those things, I would continue to do them because my brain had said, this is how we do them. So I started getting ticked off at myself and I was battling to change habits that I had created. I'm sure now that I'm starting to talk about it, you'll look at your life and go, I can see that. I can totally see that. 
You cannot expect your mind to go, oh, you know, suddenly expecting excellence from it. Maybe you decided you want to apply for a job or you want to take up a new fitness regime and it, and it requires dedication and commitment and not, you know, not cutting any corners and, you know, you get ticked off at yourself because you're cutting corners and you're not dedicated and, and your willpower is really weak. Well, you know, have a look around at the rest of your life. I guarantee you, you'll find that you set that standard as acceptable in other areas of your life. You know, I see these people go on weight loss diets and everything, <clears throat> and they go, it's so hard. I lasted like a week, and I, I just couldn't get out of bed that time anymore, and I got so hungry, and I was like, no, I just need to eat a block of chocolate. How do people do it? How do people do it? They look at me, because I'm one of those people that likes to go to the gym regularly and just keep fit regularly, and it's a routine I've set. And they go, how do you do it? And I say, well, it's not that difficult. And they say, yes, it is. It's terribly difficult. And I say, well, no, no, it's not. It's the expectation I've set to my mind that when I'm engaging in this activity, specifically going to the gym, I do it consistently, persistently, and committedly. They're the three things I do when it comes to working out. Consistently, persistently, and committedly. All right? And that's what my brain sees as the expectation. So when I'm undertaking that task, that's what happens. So in other areas of people's lives, they don't have any of those expectations. They have expectations that it's okay to occasionally snack on things or it's okay to, you know, go think about going for a walk in the park, but, oh, it looks a bit grey and dreary, so I won't do it. And then they complain they can't go to the gym and change their lives radically or they complain they can't have meet the expectation of a higher level of standard and their brain is giving in too quickly. Well, guess what? You set that. That's why I say how you do some things is how you do all things. <clears throat> the little things freaking matter, guys. They really do. And you can implement this tip really quickly on a day-to-day basis. All right? The very next thing you do, do it with purpose and do it with pride. All right? Start setting that standard, that expectation that's high. So next time you're sending an email or you're making the lunch or whatever, make sure you make it to the best of your ability. Now, I'm not talking about being a perfectionist and and throwing away five sandwiches till you get the one that's good. No, no, no. Just making sure in your mind that you're quality controlling what you do. You start quality controlling those things and the rest of your life, you know, you start setting your mind up to have an automatic quality control. Tip number two, pretty much the same. Once you get the first tip started to lock in, this one is is second nature. The little things matter, guys. They really do. All right? Again, we're rushing over everything because we think it's only the big things that matter. We set ourselves a high standard for the big things, mediocre to to lackluster for the little things, and then we wonder why we can't reach those big standards because our patterns of behaviour have been set at the lackluster or mediocre not at the excellent. So the little things freaking matter, you know, do everything well that you can 
And before you know, you'll be looking back and going, you know, everything I do is good. And I didn't even realise, I didn't have to put any extra effort in. It's just second nature. Your brain is a powerful tool, guys. Powerful tool. And you just need to work it. You just need to get it to create those habits and those patterns of thinking. Your mindset matters, yeah? Just creating them and let it do its magic. Sit back and it will take you to a place in your life you only dreamed of and you thought it's so difficult to get there, but it's not. It's really not. So... Tip number two, the little things matter. I don't really have to explain this one that, that much because we know that. In, in our minds, we know the little things matter. You look around at anyone that you look up to and respect in life for being organised, having pride in their work, and, and being someone who, who gives a damn about, about their reputation. I guarantee you, if you were to just watch them for a while, not creepily, but just watch them, how they do things, you'll find that if they're washing their car, they do it to the best of their ability. If they're doing crosswords, they do it to the best of their ability. If they're buying a house, they do it to the best of their ability. If they're gardening and they're weeding, they do it to the best of their ability. If they're climbing Mount Everest, they do it to the best of their ability. The little things matter to people like that. And that's what you need to cultivate. You need to cultivate that mindset that the little things matter. So just a quick overwrap. Tip number one, how you do some things is how you do all things. And tip number two, the little things matter. They both tie into each other. You could say they're one tip. But I like to think of them as two because they might be one, in a sense, practical tip, but they're two different concepts for your mind. And they complement and reinforce each other. Because if you start telling your mind the little things matter, the little things matter, the little things matter, before you know it, your mind is starting to say, I've got to do everything well. Alright? And that's tying into how you do some things is how you do all things. The some things can be the little things, the some things can be the big things, but if you're doing some things very well, you've got to do all things very well, yeah? You're setting that standard. So I hope you got some good information out of today's pod. I've been Lockie J for Mindset Matters. If you've got any questions, comments, queries, please hit us up. I'd love to hear how you're implementing these tips or if you found that these tips were not that useful. If you've got any topics that you'd like us to talk about, flick us a comment. If you've been, if you found this pod useful, share. Share with your mates, share with your friends, share with your family. Remember guys, your mindset matters. If you want to create a life of your, you know, it's beyond your wildest dreams, you've got to start with your mindset. You've got to start with the day-to-day, little five-minute, ten-minute quick tips like I'm providing here on Mindset Matters, and it will turn your life around. 
This has been Lockie J for Mindset Matters. Have a wonderful day.